Hey, I'm your host for Fernando, and this is the Fernando Podcast. In this week's episode, we will be discussing the ongoing streaming wars and how more and more com- 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 competitors are entering. With all these new services being available, it's starting to whack up bills, and one main reason that people use streaming services in the first place is to cut bills from like cave from cable. But with all these brand new services being available, it's starting to really stack up. So, which services would be worth keeping in the N1. This is the main topic that we are going to be talking about, and I hope you enjoy it. So first, let's talk about the costs. Right out the bat, the cheapest streaming service as of now to really subscribe to is Apple TV+. Apple described this service as the next phase of the company. However, due to it's not having any licensed content and it only being exclusive originals that really put Apple TV Plus at the bottom of the list, its selection is really bland in my personal opinion. Because there are only a limited amount of episodes, shows on there, and the only show that I have really found myself enjoying is Dickerson and C. Because, yeah, because Apple TV is really cheap at the end of, of the one. Because... The service is only four. It's only four ninety nine, and if you bought a Apple device from September to November, I believe, then you get it here free, which is probably how Apple's making most of their cut is most of the subscribers from. But Apple hasn't really given any details about the subscribers count, which is leaving me and others believing that they really don't have much subscribers. Yes, Apple is constantly trying to, they are, in fact, increasing their collection, and there are a couple of shows that I am looking forward to because they do look good. But other than that, Apple TV Plus is definitely one of the weaker ones. Okay, so now... Now it's time to talk about Disney Plus. So Disney Plus is is a really good service. It's only six no, it's seven dollars seven fifty with tax. And it has a really large library. They have 20th Century Fox, Marvel, Star Wars, Disney, and but to be fair, the only reason the service is low to pay is because at the end of the day, Disney does own all of that content. So so licensing doesn't play a part in the cost like it does with Netflix. And yeah, 
that's really all we have had to talk about Disney Plus. Now Hulu is also a pretty great service to have. The ad supporter plan isn't that bad. It's only six bucks a month and the ads are not that bad. They are like they are no longer than a minute, I believe, or sometimes thirty seconds, and there's no more than four at a time. And and you could find some great things on the ads. The Hulu without ads plan is nine is about yeah, it's about thirteen bucks for no ads. The reason the ad supported plan is cheaper because while Hulu does have licensed content, those the companies that are advertising on Hulu is help keep costs low. That is one one of one of the reasons why Hulu ad supported is a cheaper option. Now, let's go on about the pricier side of, of streaming services. HBO's upcoming streaming streaming service, HBO Max, is a thrilling 15 bucks a month. Same price as the current service, HBO Now, just with more, more content. So HBO itself is, is expensive, so this price reveal isn't that shocking if you think about it. Yeah. How many subscribers? So we already talk about how Apple hasn't released their subscriber accounts as a my as a my knowledge. So that probably means that service is low in the subscribers, which really isn't surprising. This this Disney Plus had a great amount of subscribers. Disney Plus gained 10 million subscribers just from day one. Of course, Disney Plus had a tons of launch issues, but the service has greatly improved. And this announced in Jan in, in in January this year that the service had about twenty eight million subscribers, but we are in April now, so that number definitely skyrocketed, especially with us being locked down and and the service launching in in European countries countries such as the UK, India, etc. Where Hulu where, and the service of Hulu has about 30.4 million subscribers as of December. That number is plum, probably higher, but we also expect the subscriber count to skyrocket as the service becomes in internationally available in 2021. That is the date Disney has given us for it to be released everywhere else besides the U.S. because Hulu is a U.S. exclusive service as of now. And now, but this number isn't surprising. The OG streaming service Netflix, the the OG boss that started the whole streaming service gig, is Netflix. They have around 
They had over 167 million subscribers worldwide, putting them still in the lead of the streaming games. So I wouldn't be surprised if Disney Plus doesn't beat out Netflix because Netflix is kind of unbeatable since it has been around for such a long time. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it can happen, but most likely won't, considering Netflix's power. Overall, it is nearly impossible and to deny that all these streets streaming services are really starting to add a bill up. So basically, if you're looking for ones to stick with or one to toss, just toss Apple TV Plus. It's not really worth keeping for me at least. It is very bland compared to other streaming services and thus overall isn't worth spending five bucks a month on. Unless you have loved every single Apple TV original, then let's go for it. There isn't enough good content in the long run to justify its existence. But I'm sure that Apple will eventually have the good content coming up. I'm pretty sure because I am interested in some of the upcoming shows. So, we will go into more depth about Peacock and, and HBO Max as they launch. Until then, this is Fernando, and see you in the next episode next Wednesday. Bye-bye. Have a nice day.